Hello, everyone. Today is February 2nd, 2016. I'm your podcast host, Client Manager John Niggle of InTouch Manufacturing Services. InTouch is an American-owned company headquartered in Shenzhen, China, that specializes in everything from quality control product inspections to factory audits, social compliance, and sourcing. My guest today is George Huang. He is a fellow client manager, born in Nanjing, China, grew up in Nevada, United States. And today he's going to be talking with me a little bit about three keys to addressing product quality issues with your supplier. This is based off a blog article that George wrote in December. So welcome to the podcast, George. I'm back. And just to get into this, just to sort of prime our audience a little bit about this topic, I think a lot of importers have trouble with quality issues, how they get them fixed. Some of them have maybe some misconceptions about the role of third-party QC in that. And maybe you can list off the three to begin with. Right. So, I mean, it's no surprise to anybody working with Chinese suppliers that quality issues is one of the biggest headaches that you can get, right? So I think with these three tips, you'll definitely be able to help fix some of the issues. The three tips are you want to be specific with your supplier. You want to be realistic and reasonable. And lastly, you want to hold them accountable for things that they should be responsible for. Okay, great. These are some points that I think a lot of importers have trouble with. Let's talk about the first one. And and what do you mean by being specific with addressing uh, issues with product quality? Right. It's a pretty straightforward point, but a lot of buyers don't go past the initial point of just saying, oh, we would like to avoid this defect, this defect, and this defect. It's easy to just tell the factory what you don't want to see, but the factory might or might not do anything to change that. So one thing that you want to do is you want to help them address some of these issues along with you. So in the article, the example that we used was earbuds. If you're seeing a lot of defects with that specific part, like flashes or extra material, one thing you want to do instead of saying, we would like you to do something about these defects because we keep receiving shipments and we see this in every shipment. So instead of telling them just saying, hey, can you do something about this? Maybe look into it, research it a little bit yourself. Ask yourself, why are these defects happening? Or even better, ask the factory to provide some answers to why time after time, shipment after shipment, these defects are occurring. And this will help them be aware of the problems. Right. I think a lot of importers, you know, they they rely on the manufacturer to resolve issues. And to some extent, that's right. But on the other hand, they can be a lot more helpful in moving that corrective action or preventive action along by being more familiar with the product and the manufacturing process. I think especially the importers who've been in the same business for a long time, whether it be cast iron or injection molded products or what have you, more often than not, they have some background of familiarity with the product. And it's common for them to know how some QC issues present themselves in the finished product. So even if they have to go and do a bit of research to find out, if they can advise the factory on, or at least communicate with the factory and provide feedback on how they might go about reducing the occurrence of defects, then it sort of makes it easier for the factory to respond. Your second point is be realistic. What do you mean by be realistic? So I think I want to address this as being realistic and reasonable, because sometimes it's easy to think of Chinese factories as just a place that produces all your goods and only your goods. But it's very important to remember that these factories, they're businesses too. They're working on margin 
And each time that you come back with an extra criteria or an extra standard, they have to implement it either through training or extra equipment or extra precautions. And this costs money for them. And if you understand anything about manufacturing in China is that these factories are working on very small margins, right? So let's talk about the earbud injections again. So it's easy to just look at the defects that you receive and tell them, hey, do whatever you need to fix it. I don't care if you need to buy a completely new mold or a new machine or do extra training on your personnel or the workers at the factory. I want this to be fixed. It's easy to say that, but you have to think that every single one of these criteria is eating into the margins of these factories. And so they might not be compelled to do everything you ask. So instead of asking them to change their molding, um, it's much better to give them another way out that could also fix the problem. So the example that we used in the blog is, you know, as opposed to asking them to completely replace their molding to just add extra force into the machines so that you can avoid the flashes and extra material. Right, yeah, the three options were to either redesign the mold, manually cut the excess material, which would involve more handling, and that means the worker is actually taking a knife to the product, or increasing the clamp force to sort of push the excess material out of the mold and ensure a cleaner mold. An interesting stat that you brought in was that Barbie dolls made by Mattel in China. Mattel receives a profit of $3.60 on average for these dolls, but Chinese manufacturers earn just one and a half cents on this. So yeah, we're, we're looking at really tight margins here. Yeah, that's right. So they have to make a lot of these dolls to be able to make a reasonable profit. Your third point here is holding suppliers accountable. How does that work and what methods does the importer have at their disposal for holding the supplier accountable? So one of the best ways as a buyer you can hold the suppliers responsible is pre-shipping inspection. So this means that you can catch the defects before they leave the factory. And so if you receive a report stating pass or fail, if it's fail, you can ask the factory to rework the defects found and perform a reinspection. And if the reinspection fails again, you can talk with the factory about charging the inspection costs back to them. However, this is a little bit harder to do if you're a small time buyer and you don't work with a factory as much because obviously you have less influence with them. So what you can do then as a buyer is that when you send the PO to the factory, make sure that you address the issues or the standards that you have regarding the products. So, they, so the factory understands that even before they start working on it, exactly what you're expecting. Okay, so pre-shipment inspection to catch defects before the product ship. If corrective action is needed, perhaps a reinspection to verify that corrective action has been taken to address the defects and other quality issues. Potentially some chargebacks there if they fail reinspection, but you mentioned the difficulty of working with suppliers and, and getting them to abide by that requirement. I think that's I think that's especially relevant for smaller importers, like you said, with less influence, but also those who are working with a new supplier for the first time and they don't have a long-standing established relationship. But yeah, your last point, I think that applies to just about any importer out there, which is an idea I've been harping on for a long time, and that is clarifying expectations from the beginning before even placing the order and before mass production begins. It's a point that's relevant for any importer, both large and small. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. What is sort of the grand theme or what is the major lesson 
from this blog article, this podcast, and and this topic in terms of addressing quality issues with the supplier? What is sort of the overlying theme? I think the most important thing is communication and cooperation. Sometimes it's easy to forget that factories are just, you know, they're people too. They they have incentives. It's easy to just think about them as people who won't cooperate no matter what, but that's not how it works. You have to give them the right incentives. Okay, excellent. Thank you, George, for joining me today for this podcast episode. It's been uh, good to have you as a guest once again. No problem. And I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in to today's broadcast. Uh, remind you guys to check out our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. We've got some daily updates there, some tips and advice for importers, and some daily news. Also, check us out on our YouTube channel for some videos of expert interviews and some on-site inspections. And finally, if you'd like to get in contact with us directly, you can drop us a line on our company website. That is www.intouchquality.com. Thank you.